Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. With working from home and trying to stay in touch with friends and family, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to always be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit reset. That's when you reach for Coors Light. It's made to chill. My moment to chill is watching baseball, especially when the White Sox are on. I like to have a Coors Light beside me. It's a great beer to have watching the games as it's cool and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. And even the mountains on my cans turn blue telling me that it's time to hit reset. Sit back, relax, and hunker down for an evening of White Sox baseball. So when it's time for you to unwind, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate responsibly. When you rely on the internet for everything, you need speed that can handle anything. Xfinity delivers Wi-Fi speed faster than a gig. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Gig Wi-Fi requires gig speed and compatible X-Fi gateway. Actual speeds vary, not guaranteed. Good morning, White Sox fans. This is the Sox Machine White Sox wake-up call for the winter meetings on December 11, 2019. I'm Josh Nelson. On the third day of the winter meetings, the Chicago White Sox made a move, although it is receiving very mixed emotions from White Sox fans. The Chicago White Sox acquired right fielder Nomar Mazzara from the Texas Rangers in exchange for Steele Walker. From general manager Rick Hahn about Mazzara, quote, at just 24 years old, Nomar Mazzara provides us with a left-handed hitting right fielder who fits into our current team's development arc and who still has untapped potential. Nomar Mazzara adds yet another young, exciting bat with upside to our lineup. Okay, the positives of the move of the White Sox acquiring Mazzara. Mazzara is just 24 years old. He'll turn 25 during the 2020 season. Yes, he does bat left-handed, which the White Sox desperately need more left-handed hitters in their lineup. Yes, he is under team control for three more seasons. And yes, Mazzara did hit a heck of a lot better than the White Sox right fielders did in 2019. The concerns. In 2,000 plus plate appearances, Mazzara is a below league average hitter with a career 93 OPS plus. As a matter of fact, Nomar Mazzara has never had a 100 plus OPS plus season in his four season career with the Texas Rangers, which means that Mazzara is 7% worse than league average. Mazzara also doesn't help the White Sox walk or on-base issues. And if you think Aloy Jimenez is bad tracking fly balls in left field, Mazzara might be just as bad in right field. Then there is the stat cast data. Mazzara feasts on change-ups. In 2019, Mazzara had a 397 batting average against change-ups while slugging 714. Very impressive numbers. 
Mazzara is decent against fastballs. He had 268 with a 481 slugging percentage. But when you look at exit velocity, Mazzara's average exit velocity on changeups was 90 miles per hour. Fastballs, just 87 miles per hour. But Mazzara has a terrible time against breaking pitches, hitting only 207 with a 333 slugging percentage last year, whiffing 41% of the time against curveballs and sliders. His overall whiff rate has actually increased every single season when he whiffed 20% of the time in his rookie season to 27.2% of the time in 2019. Anyone could pull out the highlight tape of Mazzara and fall in love. Dude has monster home runs to suggest that there is legit 60 grade power in his hitting profile, but he's never hit more than 20 home runs in a season. Does that sound familiar? Does that sound like another right fielder the Chicago White Sox used to have? Yes, I do think Nomar Mazzara is the left-handed version of Avisil Garcia, which again is much better than what the White Sox trotted out in 2019, but I fear that the Chicago White Sox keep falling into this trap of believing a hitter can learn to outgrow their early results. This is what Rick Hahn said when he acquired Avisil Garcia in the Jake Peavy trade back in 2013. Quote, Garcia is a very young 5-2 player who already has spent time in the major leagues. Our scouts are extremely optimistic about his future and view him as a potential impact talent for many years to come. Other than Avi's 2017 All-Star season, which was a waste of performance for a 95-loss team, he never became a 5-tool player. Not even close. And Avi didn't really provide significant impact to the White Sox during his tenure. When an organization keeps an inner circle around for a long time, they, they are bound to repeat mistakes. Sure, Noah Mazzara does have upside, and perhaps new hitting coach Frank Menachino can unlock more of his potential that Texas couldn't. But it's just really hard to trust the White Sox to do that. Hell, they couldn't help Blake Rutherford, Luis Masabe, Luis Gonzalez, Mike Rodolfo, and Steele Walker get better last year. There are better options available in free agency and trade for the White Sox in right field. They pass those up because they believe in Nomar Mazzara, and they believe they can help him take a step forward and produce at a level many thought he would when he joined the league in 2016. For Rick Hahn's sake, I hope so, because come June, if Mazzara is putzing around with a .225 batting average and he's struggling to hit home runs, White Sox fans will not let him forget about this move, especially if Nicholas Castellanos and Marcelo Zuna perform well for their new ball clubs. With Steel Walker heading to the Texas Rangers, the Chicago White Sox farm system takes a little bit of a hit. I ran into one of our best friends of the podcast, Jim Callis of MLB.com, in the hotel lobby yesterday. And his early thoughts about the White Sox farm system is that once Luis Robert, Nick Madrigal, and Michael Kopech graduate, which will happen during the 2020 season, the Chicago White Sox will have a bottom five farm system in the league because of the lack of development of players behind them. So that's something to look forward to. Now that Han has addressed right field, it's time for the White Sox to find serious solutions with starting pitchers 
as they went on the cheaper route to address one of their holes. After Steven Strasburg set a new record inking a seven-year, $245 million contract to stay in Washington, Garrett Cole and the New York Yankees took it to another level. Cole signed a nine-year, $324 million contract to pitch for the Bronx Bombers. There is a player opt-out after five seasons if Cole decided to test free agency again. And there is a no-trade clause. So if Cole decides to not opt-out, he is going to be with the Yankees for the next nine seasons. The New York Yankees starting rotation is now Garrett Cole, Luis Severino, Masahiro Tanaka, James Paxson, and Jay Happ. Good luck, American League. With the Tier 1 starting pitchers now assigned during the winter meetings, here are my remaining starting pitching rankings. Number 1 is Hinjin Ryu, number 2 is Dallas Keuchel, and number 3 is Madison Bumgarner. Bumgarner, according to multiple reports, is getting quite a bit of interest from the Minnesota Twins and Los Angeles Dodgers, which would be a bit of a shocker. Also, many writers at the winter meetings believe that Bumgarner will get five years and around $100 million, which the White Sox could afford, but currently they are not tied to him at the moment. Then there are two more Scott Boris clients. During his media scrum yesterday that I got a chance to partake in, this is what Boris had to say about the White Sox interest in his clients. I think the, uh, you know, the Sox have provided a format that a lot of their young players have arrived, a lot of their young pitchers have arrived, and certainly it's uh, very reasonable to understand that they've got a, a talent base that now allows them with the additions of some free agents where they can certainly step into a, uh, a competitive mode. If Han can work with Boris to bring in either or both Ryu and Keiko, then the competitive mode Boris is speaking about is on. But if Han doesn't find a way to land one of these three starting pitchers after missing out on Zach Wheeler, hold your breath, folks. We might be traveling down the clearance aisle again, watching the White Sox bargain shop for starting pitching help. That will do it for this White Sox wake-up call. A couple of programming notes. I'll be joining Lawrence Holmes on 670 The Score at 12.40 p.m. Central Time to discuss the Nomar Mazzara trade. There will be another Sox Machine podcast for you tomorrow. As again, one of our other best friends of the show, Dan Zaborski of Fangraphs.com, will join to discuss the Mazzara trade and his thoughts on which starting pitching targets would be best for the Chicago White Sox. Thanks for listening to this White Sox wake-up call. For SoxMachine.com, I'm Josh Nelson. When you rely on the internet for everything, you need speed that can handle anything. Xfinity delivers Wi-Fi speed faster than a gig. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Gig Wi-Fi requires gig speed and compatible XFi gateway. Actual speeds vary, not guaranteed. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.